Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Funny, Helpful, and Relatable Podcast. It's your girl, Brittany. Um, if you can hear background noise, it's because I'm in my car because like that was the deal, guys. What is happening? How do we do this? So if you listen to the... What, what is happening? Guys, oh my god. Just consider this extra entertainment. Um, anyway, if you listen to the first, like, teaser episodes, you'll know that the majority of these episodes are going to be recorded while I'm in my car. So, like, anything extra that happens, like, just know, I, it is what it is. This is my life. So, uh, currently, I am on the way to the chiropractor, and I really didn't give myself that much time to get there. I always do, I always do this. When I'm at work, I always forget that I have appointments and I get distracted and then either I end up having to cancel at the last minute or whatever and you know places love when you're like a no call no show uh, I don't mean to do it I swear I I do it to myself all the time it's very annoying um but like I have to go like if you don't follow me on Instagram uh you would not know that my neck hurts really fucking bad because I decided to sleep on the couch as a 30 year old woman one night um I don't know about you guys but for some reason I get more comfortable on the couch than my own bed like I have a full queen size bed like it's nice it's decent you know what I mean like and I sleep on the couch more than in my own bed um I honestly think that it's because like I'm super lonely and so like having a whole other side of the bed where a human being should be like where I should be cuddling and cozy (laughs) Um, maybe that just like subconsciously fucks with me and so I can't fall asleep because I swear I cannot fall asleep in my own bed but uh, give me a couch give me a nice uncomfortable like unergonomic couch and I will fall right the fuck to sleep so anyway what we're doing today is we are going to the chiropractor if you listen to my second episode aka the first real episode You will know that I got real down and dirty and vulnerable on that episode with you guys. And um, I almost deleted it because I was like, you know what? I don't know if I want to give this many details away in my life. Especially like I was kind of talking about certain people in my life. I didn't like say their names or whatever. But still like if they listened, they would know who they were. So I was like, "Mm, do I want to do that? You know what? Fuck it. YOLO. Because at this point, I realized that I really love to shit where I eat do it all the fucking time and like it's kind of just like my thing at this point like you know get kicked out of bars that are down the road from where I live uh hook up with my neighbor I mean you know I just I love just really really making myself uncomfortable it's how you grow honestly it's how you grow you just pick that fucking crown up off the ground and you keep it moving like the queen that you are okay or the king or the king that you are whatever you identify as I don't care do what you want to do but anyway, so I really have to pee, and this is something else I do to myself. I say, Brittany, you don't need to go to the bathroom. It's fine. You'll be there soon. Like, just, just, you'll, you'll get there when you get there, and then you'll pee. Um, but every single time, it's not fine, because another fun fact about me is that I pee many, many times in a day. Uh, I have the bladder like capacity of a five-year-old um so it's never a good idea for me to be like oh I'll just pee when I get there so I'm usually just sitting in traffic really really angry like holding in urine so 
that might explain a lot of the road rage, honestly, that I experienced, but also the, the trauma. <laughs> so uh, another fun fact about me, I was recently diagnosed officially with PTSD. And I love that for me, honestly, because here's the thing. Mental health is important and it is not taking ser taken seriously enough in this world, okay? Um, I have known that I have PTSD for quite a few years, but I don't ever say it because it's one of those like words that are just thrown around these days and it's also very serious, you know? So I don't ever want to like make light of a mental disorder or anything of that nature. Um, so I don't, I've never like said, oh, I have PTSD, but I very much do. And, uh, my PTSD is related to my childhood and also, uh, a rollover wreck that I got into. So I don't know what's happening, but there's, oh, whoopsies. That sucks. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So it's related to a, uh, the biggest part of it for me is, uh, this wreck that I had that really, really talk about a tower moment. I got out of the military in 2015, started working at a bakery. And by the way, people who like act like it's that hard to get a job. Okay, listen, I'm not judging. I am judging. I realize that circumstances are different for everyone. But also, I know that there's a lot of people that don't try that hard to get jobs. Because do you know what I did when I first got out of the military? I literally walked my ass around the neighborhood on top of like going online and actually like applying online because that's kind of what you do these days. I walked around and went to all the local like places and asked specifically to apply and asked for the manager like at least two jobs that I've gotten it's been specifically because I walked into the place and then after I put in an application after like a week went by I would call and ask for the manager and say hey you know I put in an application blah 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 like have you gotten a chance to look at it whatever so on and so forth like obviously don't annoy the fuck out of them but that really sticks out to managers um it shows them that you genuinely want the job and you're willing to put in the effort okay so anyway i'm just saying people who act like oh but you know nah places need employees okay so go get your ass a job if you need a job go get a job and it doesn't matter listen i've had all kinds of jobs i've worked at a gas station I've worked at a bakery. I've been in the military. I've worked at a salvage yard. Like literally I was, um, I was cleaning out and inspecting vehicles that had been towed. Most of them had been wrecked. And let me tell you, some of these vehicles were absolutely disgusting. I literally saw roaches in a, in a van one time. Like I had to clean, this is like almost biohazard type shit. The only vehicles we couldn't touch were the ones that had blood in them like aside from that we like got all up in there girl like it was nasty okay so like if you really need the money you're gonna go get that job and you're gonna go do that job okay I'm telling you right now so uh anyway I don't even know what I was talking about see I get on these little tangents look I'm a Virgo okay so like yes we are judgmental yes we be trying to tell y'all what to do but here the thing is is like Virgos it's because we care it's because we love y'all and we are such hard workers to ourselves and so it's like we know if we can do it so can you get your little ass out there and do it and we just want the best for everybody so we just try to like give y'all unsolicited advice all the time and honestly if you listen to us your life would probably be a lot better so anyway everybody needs a virgo so okay um i have not snorted any cocaine or done anything of the like by the way i am going uh, a million miles an hour uh, not in traffic right now, currently going very slow and I need to get this appointment. Oh my God. Anyways, um, 
if you're even here at this point, let me just try to remember what I was talking about. Um, jobs, trauma, PT- trauma. Okay. PTSD. Yes. So I was recently officially diagnosed by a psychiatrist with PTSD. And that was one of the most validating moments in my life. Like, it's weird to be like, Oh, like I'm so happy. Like I was diagnosed with PTSD. It sounds weird to say, but like for someone who legit deals with the, um, effects of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and it affects their life in a very, in in a pretty negative way. Um, but you don't feel like you can actually come out and say it and you, and you know, so for instance, PTSD, uh, and you know, one of the biggest, most common, um, examples is people in the military, like people who experience a lot of trauma while being deployed. Um, and a lot of the effects, the side effects, the symptoms is like outbursts of anger and stuff like that, delusions, so on and so forth. And so with my wreck, the, the trauma that I experienced there, that was a a weird situation. It wasn't just a wreck. It was a, uh, I legit thought that the dude who ran us off the road did it on purpose because of the situation, the way that it happened. Okay. Like I actually got a lawyer. I was going to try to like go after him, but I didn't, they didn't have enough evidence. So they just dropped it, whatever. But like, that was the traumatic part. It wasn't the wreck itself. Um, I mean, that probably had something to do with it, but it was the, it was what led up to the wreck. And that is where I got the trauma from the paranoia, the road rage, so on and so forth, because I have driven a lot in my 30, almost 31 years of life. I have literally driven across the country. Like I used to love driving. I used to really enjoy it. Uh, but after this wreck, which happened back in like 2016 or something like that, after this wreck, I, I hate driving, like even small distances. I hate driving and it it makes me super anxious. And I have experienced such an increase of road rage and I'm not going to get into all that, but basically it has, it's, it's made my road rage really bad to the point where I literally just took it upon myself to be like, look, I'm going to just go to a therapist at this point. Like I, I've always been against being on medication for mental health issues, just for me personally. Um, that's just, it's just been a thing for me. I just never wanted to have to take medication for something like that. But, um, I, and it wasn't even about the stigma of it. It was more so I just, I had it in my mind that I did not want to become dependent on a medication. So, but regardless, I decided, you know what? It is what it is. Like it's a bandaid for now until I can figure my shit out. I need to be put on something for this anxiety and whatever. So I finally did that. finally went to a doctor. I, you know, got put on some medication for anxiety, depression, blah, blah, blah. Ended up switching uh, from one doctor to the next. And this most recent doctor that I'm seeing, she is the one that diagnosed me with PTSD. And it was literally, I'm telling you, one of the most validating experiences I've ever had in my life. It just made sense. All these stupid shit that I've done, all the anger, all the anxiety, just all of these things that I was noticing. Because um, how did I start talking? Oh, when I was telling you guys about the jobs, (laughs) when I see I get so sidetracked. Um, When I said tower moment, because literally I got out of the military, I had a job at the bakery for seven months got into this wreck and from that time up until like the next year I literally had probably five different jobs after that because I had so much intense anxiety that it was paralyzed it was literally paralyzing and I'm an extremely hard worker anybody that you 
anybody that knows me will tell you I'm a hard worker and that's why I kept getting like a new job because I I wanted to work I needed the money but like I had paralyzing anxiety and I could not there were I had to I kept quitting jobs and it was right after this wreck and so my whole life just like flipped over it was insane and I ended up moving to a different state and things slowly but surely got better and now I'm you know whatever things are good but like in that moment it was so traumatizing. It really fucked with me that like I lost so many jobs. But I, I straight up just quit the jobs. Like I would just walk out um, because I couldn't deal with it. And this was after five years of being in the Marine Corps. Like I, I can deal with stress. Like I can be under pressure. Okay. Like I'm your girl knows how to be under pressure. Okay. But it was it was this is like real. That's why I say mental health is no joke. Mental health is very serious. It's very real. And it needs to be taken more seriously in the world. Um, and so being diagnosed with PTSD was just so fucking validating and it really just helped me connect the dots you know and now I can just explain things better to myself and others and it can help me heal more now it's not it's not something that I plan to use as a crutch in any way it's something that in fact is going to help me be stronger and help me get over it more now I can understand oh this is why I get so angry when somebody's riding my bumper this is why you know and so on and so forth okay so um I I don't know. I don't even know how I got onto that. Apparently, it was something I felt the need to talk about today. And apparently, this is going to be a mental health episode. Like, I really, like I told you guys, when I get in the car, I just start talking to myself. And, you know, I just, I have breakthroughs. And I really suggest more people should talk to themselves on a regular basis. If you don't already, like, it's completely normal. You should definitely talk to yourself. Talk to yourself out loud. Like, you will figure shit out. Because I'm telling you... I've figured a lot of shit out in my life without even talking to a therapist. Like, I'm legit the fucking, uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't even think. Matt Damon, Robin Williams. What's that movie called? Anyway, I'm, I'm kind of like him. I'm not as intelligent as him. I mean, I like to think I'm pretty smart, but I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a genius. But I, I do liken myself to that character in the sense that, like, I am that person that will go to a therapist. And pretty much everything they tell me, I'm like, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Got it. Already figured it out. Yep. Already knew that. Okay. What's next? Okay. Yep. Because goodwill hunting, that's what it's called. Um, because that's just, I just reflect on myself so much that I just figured the shit out. I figure it out, but then it's still nice to have a professional who actually like is paid to know these things, like confirm and validate, you know, stuff that you figured out on your own too. I highly recommend not only that people talk to themselves more, probably not like in public, you shouldn't do that unless you have like a Bluetooth headpiece on or whatever, just pretend like you're talking on the phone. But not only should you talk to yourself more, but you should definitely, uh, go to a therapist. Every single person in this world needs to go to therapy. And it doesn't matter how traumatic your life has been. It doesn't matter if you've had an extremely like, you know, peaceful life. It doesn't matter. I think every single person on this planet could benefit from going to therapy. You don't have to like take the fucking stigma away. It's literally just like having a friend, a non-biased friend, listen to your shit and help you work through your shit. Like, that's all it is. That's all it is. And every single person could benefit from it. And if you don't like the word therapy, call it like a board meeting, board meeting, call it like, you know, brainstorming. I mean, call it something different, but go to fucking therapy. I'm telling you, I mean, and here's, here's the thing too, especially in the U S uh, in many countries, it's not like that easy to necessarily go to therapy. And it's definitely a privilege to be able to do so. Um, I'm speaking as someone who 
has canceled many, many therapy appointments because I just didn't have the money to pay for the copay. Like, trust me, I understand it's a hundred percent a privilege to be able to like actually go to a therapist. I get that. And you know, it is what it is, but there are other like ways that you can kind of therapize yourself. If that's even a word, um, you know, there's a lot of self-help book, self-help books. There are people on YouTube. YouTube is a great, like, learning facet uh, for many different areas in your life. But, like, there's definitely therapists on YouTube. Um, you know, just make sure that you're, you're getting, you're learning from someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Because there's also a lot of bullshit on the internet. But the point is that you know, there are resources out there. If you can't afford to go to a therapist, just, just take care of yourself, take care of yourself physically and mentally. It's very important. And something I really want to petition for is mental health days for school and work. Like that should be a thing. It should be like, you should be able to use a sick day as a mental health day and not have to hide it either. Like you shouldn't have to pretend like, Oh, I got the flu when in all reality, you actually just had like a fucking panic attack or you're depressed and you can't move. And so like, you should be able to do that and it should be like open. Like, obviously maybe if you don't want to tell your boss all of your shit, that's fine, but there shouldn't be a stigma around it. And it should very much be a recognized, um, like excuse for missing work. If you need to take a mental health day to just like chill the fuck out and like go to an amusement park and enjoy your fucking day, you should be able to do that. I'm sorry, but like, I'm a very productive employee. I'm 100% an asset to my company. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with being like, yo, like, super depressed today or just not feeling great. I gotta like take a day for myself, you know, like that should be a thing. And I honestly think that companies would see a great increase in productivity. I'm sorry. That's not funny. I just parked and I... <laughs> There's, there's a person up on the roof. Uh, I think they're doing construction or something. But they just started. They just started like, um, they just started like dancing and kind of like <laughs> rolling their body, and it really caught me off guard. I was not expecting it. So, <sighs> anyway, yeah, mental health day is very important. This should be for both kids and adults, and I also think that they need to like. There needs to be a bigger emphasis on mental health in school, like from kindergarten, pre-K up until college. Like there needs to be a bigger emphasis on it. I think that there needs to be like a scheduled class or just session during school for kids in every grade to focus on their mental health, whether it's counseling or whatever it is. That needs to be a thing. And and I don't understand how it's not a thing. Like I really don't. Also, meditation should be taught to kids. Like, so many things that we could be teaching kids to help cope with their mental health issues um, would solve, honestly, I feel like a lot of problems in the world. I'm just going to say that. Um, But I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. So anyway, you guys, um, I just got out of the chiropractor because I'm a privileged bitch who gets to go see a psychiatrist and a chiropractor. But listen, I have worked for everything that I have. Okay, so let me just say that. But yes, that is another thing I have to say. The chiropractor, y'all, listen, (laughs) I'm just telling you it has been life changing for me because I legit had chronic migraines 
for like over a year and neck pain back pain all this shit and i went to a chiropractor first of all they told me all this stuff about me that i was like okay good to know love that for me um but like listen with all of the shit that i've been through physically um in the marine corps and then my rollover accident like i'm not really that surprised by it but um yeah regardless they hooked me up they really really changed my life because i started going to the chiropractor consistently there for a few months and um i stopped having the migraines obviously the neck and the back pain it would come and go but the migraines especially was something i really noticed and then i stopped going as often i you know because initially they kind of just want to get you over that hill is kind of how he he put it to me um so you go more consistently at first and then once you get over that hill then you can stop going as frequently depending on your situation or whatever but I'm just telling you, I mean, obviously the chiropractor might not be the best situation for everybody. It really just depends on what's going on with you. But if you're having constant neck and back pain or migraines, um, whatever, and you know, like that you, you've already ruled out like, you know, like a broken bone or something more serious. Um, obviously you should, if it's like a super serious, if you've actually been injured or whatever, you need to go get x-rays and whatever. But if it's just, you know, general pain, go to a chiropractor. First of all, they do x-rays there. So there's that. Um, and they will just help you out. You might need that like along with something else, depending on what your situation is. But I am telling you, if you can get into a chiropractor, especially if you do manual labor or, you've just been injured before like go to a chiropractor let them let them hook you up and uh change your life i'm i promise you um but yeah that's what i just did i just went to the chiropractor now i'm on my way back to work because i gotta pay bills gotta pay for that copay you guys <laughs> oh no big deal i'm just in like rush hour school traffic right now almost we into the car in front of me that would be super fun guys that would have been fun that would have been like a little extra entertainment for you guys honestly anything for the likes you know what i mean anything for the follows um but yeah we were talking about mental health so uh, i don't know how deep i want to dive into my mental health journey with you guys i'll just tell you like it's been a journey okay um and you know part of its nature part of its nurture part of it was my environment growing up and just things i've been through in my life and part of it is probably genetics i mean we all some crazy bitches in my family so you know there's that they also say uh, what is it uh, ep epigenetics or something i think is what it's called where they're starting to um study how uh trauma and other things can be passed through our dna which is interesting listen i do not study genetics but um so don't quote me on that exactly but it's something along those lines of our our dna being able to read like certain experiences that potentially like that our our parents or grandparents um went through and it's like passed through our dna in some way like it's like memories but we're like re remembering things that happened to them like our dna is remembering it which it honestly makes sense listen like i said i'm, I'm not a geneticist so uh, i'm a dumb bitch but it makes sense to me because that's kind of just like evolution at its finest you know your dna like say something super traumatic happened to your mom or your dad they were uh i don't know whatever something and 
your DNA as their child remembers that. And so now you are going to be less likely to put yourself in a situation where you might have that traumatic event happen to you. Does that make sense? Are we following? It's literally evolution at its finest. It's survival of the fittest. So it's literally your DNA remembering something dangerous that happened to somebody else so that it is less likely to happen to you. That, to me, that makes perfect sense. It kind of blew my mind when I read that article about it, but it makes it makes sense. Anyway, I'm not a scientist, um, but that's kind of cool. So, but in that same sense, it's like it also kind of fucks you up. Like when they say your, like your parents' trauma can also mess you up, like on so many levels it can. Um, and that's why also, like I don't have kids yet, but, and I realize like, generally speaking most people do not end up having kids like exactly how they planned it like I feel like there's never a perfect time to like produce a human being and like try to raise them in this terrible fucking world to be the best possible person they can be um there's never a great time to try to do that but you know you can plan as much as possible and for me not only would I love to be financially more financially stable, but I would like to be more mentally stable before I have kids because I've been through some shit and there's just things that I do not want to pass on to my children. Obviously, I don't have a choice as far as my DNA fucking goes. However, I wonder if you can like heal that trauma in like by going to therapy or whatever. I wonder if that affects your DNA and therefore prior to having a child, if you're able to like get up in there and heal that trauma then maybe that'll affect your dna sequence or whatever the fuck they call it and so when you do get pregnant and have a child you aren't going to pass that trauma on to your children because you've already healed it so hmm, wonder if that's how that works anyway i do know that in reality if you do the work on yourself and you heal that trauma as much as you possibly can you are going to be like obviously you can't prevent everything every possible scenario from happening to your child like there's just things that are going to be out of your hands but like there are things you can prevent like you can work on yourself mentally and try to like not damage them you know like just the best that you fucking can because I mean listen a lot of us are fucked up because our parents did not get the help that they needed and that is definitely my situation that's not the only I'm not going to put it all on my parents but I will say like for sure, like, both of my parents could have benefited from therapy of some sort. They could have benefited from a lot of things that there just wasn't that big of an emphasis on in the 90s, in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Like, they definitely could have benefited from those things. And, um, you know, so now mental health, mental health care is more available now. Uh, there's more of an emphasis on it. And it's becoming less and less of a stigma. So, like, now that we are starting to have more of the resources, take advantage of that. Like, if you do have that privilege, please take advantage of it. If not for your sake, for the sake of other people around you and for your children or your future children. So, yeah, that's just, it's important. It's important all around. It affects everything that we do. And the more that we are honest about how much mental health affects you it affects everybody it affects everybody even the strongest people like need a break every once in a while uh in fact they need like the most breaks so um yeah and I'm not gonna get too deep or dark uh, as far as that goes but you know I'll just say like two of my favorite people who are always like the life of 
the party, you know, the light in every room, all those cliches, like they really were, they were the goofy friends and they're not here anymore. Uh, I'm not going to say anything more, but they're not here anymore. So, um, they were both also Marines. So there's that strong, funny friends. Please check on them. Please, please check on them as somebody who, you know, I, I am that person, uh, in most of most of my friends and family's lives who they would maybe consider like the strong friend the strong person like the person that people goes goes to for advice and whatever uh and I'm also like a goofy person too so like I can speak on it just personally I'm also that person you know who I don't necessarily reach out for help like aside from going to therapy like I don't really speak on my feelings too often you know um and that's part of that is my fault like you know you have to you have to let people know like you you can't always be the person that everybody comes to and you can't go to anybody like at a certain point you have to take the reins in your own life and like realize like you need help too so like anyway it, it goes both ways but um yeah so mental health is super important and as a side note i just got out of the drive through um this uh mexican place called bandido taqueria mexicana um I know that my accent was super terrible like it's fine uh but anyway they it's so good like you know um everybody has their opinion about mexican food and where the best mexican food is and whether it's authentic or not i think we can all just agree on the fact that taco bell is not mexican food neither is chipotle but beyond that like your opinion is your opinion unless you are like we're talking about actual mexican food from mexico like listen it's all americanized in one way or the other but with that being said this place i don't know it's pretty fucking good and all i have to say is they have a really good fucking california burrito and i have not had a california burrito since i was in california actually that's not true i had a quote-unquote california burrito from this other place here uh in kentucky uh i don't know what the fuck it was but it was not a california burrito and that shit pissed me off this place however they have a legit california burrito and it makes me so happy oh it just made me like remember reminisce on california and it's good and they have elote and that's good too uh shout out to bandido taqueria mexicana if you want to be my first sponsors can you imagine three episodes in and i already have a sponsor <laughs> okay guys um really we didn't talk a lot about mental health today but let's just say i am a very big advocate for you know mental health and it doesn't matter who you are everybody goes through shit everybody can benefit from you know talking to somebody okay get that shit out in a healthy way and uh yeah there's that so i'm just gonna go ahead and get off here because here we are ranting 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 and if you've listened this far honestly i love you i love you you're my kind of person because you just like to listen to people bullshit and so do i that's one of my favorite things on podcasts is somebody just fucking bullshitting for an hour so you're welcome if that's what you came here for that's what you're getting and you are so welcome for that just as a reminder you can follow me on instagram at growing in spirit underscore um i also have a tiktok and a youtube but like yeah whatever just follow me on instagram for the real shit um i do plan on in the future uh interviewing people for this uh podcast i'm hoping to do it actually pretty soon like i really want to start getting people on here and you know deep diving uh into some real real issues um so that's the plan 
also as of now it's on soundcloud and spotify shit soundcloud and podbean as of july i, I don't even know what today is i want to say today is like the 17th or 18th it's not even july it's august <laughs> august 18th 2022 i think is the date i'm not sure but as of today uh it's only on soundcloud and podbean but very soon it will be on itunes i just got to get my artwork together uh and then hopefully spotify too um yeah so then you should be able to really listen whether you're on an android or an iphone or whatever um so please just subscribe and comment especially once it gets on itunes please make sure you comment because that like leaving ratings whether it's good or not that will like increase the views um so yeah we'll see how far this goes i don't know if if my plan of getting people to interview is realized and uh you know, that starts taking off. I think that this podcast is going to go on for quite some time. I just don't know how long I can like just bullshit myself, but we'll see. We'll see what happens guys. Anyways. Okay. Let me just get back to my day job. All right. Love you. Bye.